0: Good morning, church at home. What a beautiful summer that we have had weather-wise. I mean, blue skies, sunshine, great, nice, cool breezes, but staying pretty warm. It's been beautiful. We have enjoyed being outside as a family. We have enjoyed going on hikes and uh, going to the lake and different things like that. And I encourage you to get out and experience what Uh, Colorado Springs has to offer and the state of Colorado for that matter we uh, get sidetracked don't we by all of the things that we are facing all the trials that we forget to look around us we forget to keep perspective on who our God is we are often looking down and looking around and seeing um, the waves, the wind, kind of like Peter was when he was trying to get to Jesus and he took his eyes off Jesus as he was on the water and he began to sink. And I would encourage you that Jesus is still reaching his hand out to you and I and saying, I have you, I'm holding you. Don't lose faith. Last week we talked about how the voices we listen to can lead us in directions um, perhaps of defeat. On the other hand, I would declare to you today that if we keep our eyes on who Jesus is, he leads us to victory. We are beginning an exciting series today called Surround It. Of course, we could talk about how we maybe feel Uh, surrounded by discouragement but obviously there's another meaning to the word surrounded i love how the voice translation reads psalms 139 5. listen with me it says you have surrounded me on every side behind me and before me and you have placed your hand gently on my shoulder second corinthians chapter 4 verse 8 echoes this in the new king james version it says we are hard pressed on every side yet not crushed we are perplexed but not in despair despair is a word that means hopelessness we are we are certainly not hopeless people because i want to declare that we are surrounded by the protection, by the presence, by the provision, and by the power of the Most High God. The word uh, Most High in the Hebrew um, translated El Olam, God of Eternity, the Everlasting God. I want to call this first message in the Surrounded series, out. Numbered. Would you pray with me? Lord, we thank you for this time together. I pray that you would cause us to grab our thoughts and hold them captive so, captive so that we might think on you. As the word says, do not think on, um, on things that bring you down, but think on wholesome things. Think on things that, that uh, bring encouragement. Think on good things. Uh, Lord, I pray that this time together would be a time that uh, we wash our minds a bit from the things that we've been thinking on and that we would uh, clear our heads from the worldly things that so easily entangle us and I pray that you would bring encouragement to your people today through the Word of God. In Jesus name all of God's people said amen. Go ahead and light up the comments say amen if you're listening Uh, and make sure to share this broadcast with a friend. Um, I've had my share of bad days lately haven't you over the last four months but also I've had some very good days and I remember a time just this last week where I felt surrounded in a good way. I was out on a paddleboard. I was out in the middle of the lake and it was l- late in the afternoon and a light, warm breeze was coming and the sunset was uh, coming through the clouds and it was reflecting just like these beautiful colors. And I remember thinking as I looked at the mountains, how blessed am i how blessed we are it was in that moment that it seemed that all was right in the world have you been there have you had those moments i thought how much i loved my family my church my life and by no means feeling outnumbered except in a, in a good way, if you know what I mean. We need these moments of clarity, my friends, my brothers, my sisters. We need these uh, snapshots of serenity in our lives where we are reminded not of what we want God to do for us, but we are prompted to ponder who God is. Amen. Maybe for you, it's on a bike instead of a paddleboard. Maybe um, it's listening to music or writing in a journal or driving in a car or taking a walk or enjoying some coffee on the porch. But we must, whatever it is for you, we must anticipate moments in our lives with God. Sometimes they're planned. Sometimes they are completely unexpected where God just shows up and shows us who he is a surprise that you are surrounded by a savior lord i pray for those moments in our lives the disciples certainly knew this surprise by the savior when they were in their boat and it was rocking and it was um and it was uh the winds were blowing and jesus woke up and he said peace be still a man we read about in the Old Testament uh, was also surprised and so surrounded by the Savior in a moment in his life uh, that seemed like he was completely defeated. Most of you know Uh, the narrative, the real-life story that happened in Judges chapter 7. The whole book of Judges could be the most awesome series of movies if just the right person got a hold of them. But the Bible comes to life itself just by reading. It says uh, that Gideon was getting ready for a fight in Judges chapter 7. He was... um, trying to make sure he had all of his ducks in a row he was planning he was fortified he was preparing he was gathering the troops and then judges seven two happens the uh infamous verse where God says this to Gideon he says the people who are with you are too many you're going into this battle and there are too many for me to give the midianites into your hand lest israel uh give the glory to themselves for what they've done i wonder if god still does this um he he says to us we got our ducks in a row we think we got everything under control planned out and sometimes the best plans are cancelled on us we uh we think we are spread thin enough. And then God says to us, you don't need any more chariots. You don't need any more people. You don't need any more money. You just need me. Back to Gideon. Gideon had 32,000 troops. He was going into a battle against the Midianites, which Judges said um, the Midianites were as many as the sands on the The seashore. And now God has uh, narrowed his troops to only 10,000. And then guess what God says next in Judges 7? Still too many troops. Let's get rid of some of them. And eventually his army is down to only 300 men. What is Gideon supposed to do with this? Ever felt like Gideon? Ever felt like you were in a situation? where it was 300 to an army or a battle of of too many people that you could even count or too many enemies around you, where you felt outnumbered. In moments like these, when we are outnumbered, we really experience not just what we want from God, but we certainly will experience who God is in these moments. Then the Lord said to Gideon in verse 7, chapter 7, By the 300 men, I will save you. I promise you that. And deliver the Midianites into your hands. In the coming weeks, I want to uh, look at the brilliant strategy that God gave Gideon to win the battle. But today, I also want to uh, stop right here. And I just want to ask you a few questions. And we'll talk about those when we come back. Thank you for being with us for church at home. Listen to this and be encouraged and we'll see you in just a minute. God is surrounding us even when we are outnumbered. The word says, for the spirit of heaviness, put on the garment of praise. That's how we fought our battles. So before we uh, took a break, we were talking about Gideon, and in the next few weeks we are going to look at some of the brilliant strategies that God gave Gideon and gave others to help them when they were surrounded in certain situations. But when the enemy seems to be as numerous as the sands on the seashore, when you're overwhelmed, overcome, maybe you even feel outnumbered, what do you do? Obviously the Christian answer is to pray and that would be correct. But can I submit to you three strategies that you might want to uh, put into practice when you feel outnumbered. Number one, recount who God is. If you look in the scriptures there are a lot of names for God and one of the names for God is El Roy which means he is the God who sees remind yourself who God is when you can't see tomorrow when you don't know what's going to happen next when you are questioning and doubting God sees God is the God who sees don't worry. Maybe you can't see, but God sees. Let him be the God who sees. That's who we put our trust in. Maybe you feel outnumbered by evil. I love this one. God is El Yan, which means that God is the God of, who is strong, the God of strength, supremacy, of sovereignty. Sovereignty is a giant word that we could talk about for hours. But let me just give you a quick... Um, uh, summary, God is sovereign, which means that He knows, He sees, and He will make sure that things come to pass in their time. You don't have to count on your mom, your dad, your family, your church, your the weather, this city, your country, your leaders, your, the, the world around you, you count on God. God is sovereign and he will get done what he wants to get done on this earth before we leave here. There is no fear, listen to me, there is no fear when God is in his rightful place in our lives. God uh, is called also in scriptures Elohe Mousi, which is an awesome word, almost sounds Hawaiian, but it means that God is the God of all of my strength. He is Elohe Tehalati, God of my praise. When I feel like he is not in the rightful place in my life. I need to declare praise. I need to declare uh, strength that it's all up to you, God. You are in control. God is El Met, which means he is reliable. He is always faithful. When it's hard to know what to believe, you can trust your Creator. Recount who God is. There are so many names that tell us who God is in different situations, and I would encourage you to study these out. Make this a, a, a part of your devotions to uh, encourage yourself that, um, that all of the things you need in certain situations, there is a name for God and a characteristic of God that will take care of you. Uh, What I said, three strategies when you feel outnumbered. Recount who God is. Number two, recite what God has said. And where has God spoken? Yes, he speaks through prophets all the time, but he has spoken in the word. And this is a great place to go to see what God has said because it is true and you can take it to the bank because he will always keep his promises to his people. Um, Just one of many passages that I promise will bring you courage when you feel outnumbered and overwhelmed. Psalm 118. Give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love endures forever. His love endures forever. Verse 5. When hard pressed, I cried to the Lord. He brought me into a spacious place. The Lord is with me. I will not be Afraid. The Lord is with me. He is my helper. I look in triumph on my enemies. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in humans. That's a good one, right? It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. All the nations surrounded me, but in the name of the Lord, I cut them down. They surrounded me on every side, but in the name of the Lord, I cut them down. He said it again. They swarmed me like bees. But in the name of the Lord, I cut them down. I was pushed back and about to fall, but the Lord helped me. The Lord is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. And it goes on to encourage us. Um, I encourage you to look at that scripture and many others. When you are feeling outnumbered, recount who God is. Recite what God has said. There are some amazing songs in the book of songs, Psalms that will encourage you that will bring strength um, and then other places as well in the bible um, recount who God is recite what he has said and number three recall what God has done Deuteronomy 7 is one that many people uh, know it was um, God talking uh, to his people when they were starting to doubt if they would make it or not and he says for the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land Deuteronomy 7 verse 7 Uh, then verse 9 it says a land in which you will eat bread without scarcity where you will lack nothing verse 11 but beware that you do not forget the Lord your God Uh, verse 14 when your heart lifted up and you forget the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt verse 15 who led you out of the terrible wilderness verse 16 who fed you with manna verse 18 you shall remember the Lord your God It is so important that we uh, not only look at what he has said but recall what he has done in our lives. If the Israelites would have just done this every morning, I bet you it wouldn't have taken them so long to get to the promised land. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm putting down? You picking up what I'm putting down right here? Um, Just the other day, I was having one of those moments, um, if I was to get real honest with you, where... Too much news, too much Facebook, uh, too much me, frankly, and not enough of him. And I stopped and I recalled what God has done in my life so far in 2020. And now it's easy to, to complain and criticize and say 2020, the year of perfect vision, sure wasn't that. But God has done so many things in this year for our church family. So many have been able to keep their jobs. So many have been provided for by programs in our city. So many have been kept healthy through this whole thing. So many relationships have been restored and rebuilt and uh, even started during this time nobody in our church or our extended families has lost life as a result of all of this we are blessed in our coming in and our going out and his blessing is continuing in us i want to encourage you recount who god is recite what god has said recall what he has done And um, I wasn't planning to give another one here, but let me just add one here. I would say this. Rely on Him. Rely on Him. In every circumstance, He is faithful. Amen. Could you just write in the comments right there? God is faithful. Declare who He is, not declare what you want Him to do for you, just declare who he is and let your enemies that surround you uh, be disappear by the by the God who surrounds you amen he has never failed you yet he will never leave you and he was always with you so as we close today maybe you feel outnumbered um, outnumbered by doubt by guilt uh, by uncertainty by life no. That who God is outnumbers why you feel out of sorts, why you feel tired, why you feel defeated. God outnumbers those things. Maybe t- today, as you're watching, you feel surrounded. You feel uh, surrounded by so many obstacles. All you see is obstacles. You look at your calendar, you see obstacles. You look at your plans, you see obstacles. You look at your uh your uh grid of what you expect um august to look like and you see obstacles that's when we need to listen apprehend the mind of christ over the things that are taking over our our thoughts and know whose side you are on get the mind of christ Think on good things. 2 Kings verse chapter 6. I want to read just this portion and then we're going to close. Uh, this was uh, the king of Syri- Syria was making war against Israel. In 2 Kings chapter 6 and in verse 14 it says, So the king sent horses and chariots and a great army, and they came by night and surrounded The city in the New King James Version, it says it that way. And when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, behold, there was an army around him surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And his servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? Maybe you're asking that today, your question, I feel surrounded. What shall I do? And he answered in verse 16, Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray that you open up his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around us. Elisha, I declare to you today that God is on your side and he, if you look around you, you will see that the mountains are full of horses and chariots of fire to take care of you. The more you set the correct perspective, the more it isn't about, um, about a virus or what others say or the direction of your strongest negative thoughts or depression the more you will find that you are surrounded by the God of the angel armies. Lord, I pray today, as Elisha prayed in 2 Kings, open our eyes that we may see around us. Help us have more moments with you where your peace and your presence, they de-escalate situations, they deflate fears, they disintegrate chaos in Jesus' name. This week, I encourage you, whether it be on a paddleboard or, or on your back porch or in your favorite chair or on a walk, anticipate appointments with God. Be it on purpose or be it uh, by surprise. Whether it's taking a time with your journal or listening to music or sitting by a campfire, planned or unexpected. Lord, we ask that you surprise us. And surround us with your presence. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. We love you. God loves you. He is with you. Be encouraged. Turn off the TV. Turn off your social media for a while. And spend some time with Jesus. Amen. Have a great day.